Hey guys, I'm here today with Matthew Clark, a former door-to-door salesman, a marketing strategist, author, and sought-after speaker with vast experience working with hundreds of businesses all over the world. He's created this amazing product that allows business owners to use LinkedIn to get two to five high-value leads every single day. Not only that, but he's allowed, he's catapulted their own business by the kind of stuff that they've been doing with JVs, venturing with amazing speakers around the world and a lot of celebrities. So super excited to have him, have him on the show, tell you about his journey and explain to you how you can really use these systems for your own business. So Matt, my man, excited to have you on the show, brother. Thanks, Josh. I'm excited to be here and uh, share some of what I've got up in here with some of your listeners. <laughs> awesome. Bro, so give me one of your background. We met at a event in Melbourne, all about Infusionsoft and just that kind of yep. stuff. So what were you doing there in the first place? Can we got to give everyone some background here. Yeah, absolutely. So I came to Australia, you know, we've been running our LinkedIn program around the world and, you know, we're currently in, in 15 countries and we came to Australia for a couple of different reasons. One was a high level mastermind with uh, 70 top business owners in a, from around Australia and um, helping them, you know, grow their business. So we were able to uh, bump elbows with some of the most amazing people. Um, then straight after that, um, Infusionsoft was doing a launch. Well, they weren't doing a launch, but they were doing partner recruiting in Australia. And they'd asked me to come to some of their events and speak at some of their events to share my experience as a partner and to help them recruit more people and also do another mastermind with some of the partners there. And that's where we met on one of those. Um, but on top of that, we had a power trip is that we were also launching the LinkedIn Rainmaker system in Australia officially. And we had our event in Sydney a couple of days later. So it was jam-packed. We didn't have a day off. Okay. So what I want to do, just because I want to go to the background, door-to-door sales is probably one of the most powerful ways to actually learn sales and really understand how people think. Take me way back to when you first started your career and how you got into the game yourself. Yeah, um, man, it's interesting. Every time I tell somebody, I tell people that, you know, door-to-door sales, you can see some people like completely just shrinking and other dudes are like, yeah, best experience ever. I get it now, you know? So when I was 18 years old, um, well, actually 17, I was working as a a waiter, right? Um, I mean, my parents couldn't really afford stuff. So I was like, cool, I'm going to work as a waiter, go make my own money. Um, and what I used to do was I used to spend half and save half. So I had my two back pockets. I put half my cash in one pocket and half in the other. And a couple months down the line, I'd saved enough money for me to go overseas. Um, you know, my dad wanted me to go to university and be the first person in the family to get a degree. I was like, dude, I hated school. Right now you want me to go and study more. That is not going to happen. So <laughs> I went over to the UK instead. And I landed up meeting up with this crowd who were doing door-to-door sales. I mean, I didn't know that at the time. They just promoted like, come live the life of your dreams, make ridiculous amounts of money. I was like, you just had to tell me make lots of money, I'm in. Okay, how we do it is, I don't know. So I got connecting with these guys and and turns out what we had to do was go and sell gas and electric door-to-door and get people to convert from the company that they were with to our company. Okay, and... It was one of the most interesting, scary, fun, euphoric, amazing times of my life. Um, I've, I've never been sworn at so much. I've never been kicked out of so many houses, been had dogs let loose on me, had to jump walls. Like, 
<laughs> I've got some stories, man. I've got some stories. But that really, I've never experienced sales training like that before. I mean, we spent two weeks in a castle in Scotland getting drilled every single day. And then we had to learn a script word for word and dress in a certain way. I mean, we had to dress as the gas man. So blue, dark blue cargo pants. We had to wear uh, safety boots where we had to scuff the tips of the safety <laughs> boots to make it look like we actually worked in them, you know. Um, we wore a, a blue pilot shirt with the lapels and everything um, with a, a necklace, not a necklace, like a name card on, on one of those things that they, you know, they have on, lapels, the, on the toilet yeah. chains. Like, yeah. Lapel so, and then, exactly, right? And then we also had uh, a fleece jacket. So, when you, walk up to the, when you walk up to the door and you knock on the door, you're like, hi there, Southern Electric, there's my identification, there's a free phone number there if you want to check my credentials. I wonder if you can, I can still recite the script, man. I was, and that was like 13 years ago. I still know the script. Um, and that was really the start of it. But every single day it was getting in an office. It was competing with, you know, 60 other dudes who were doing the same thing and, and trying to be at the top every single time. Uh, and it was tough. It was really tough. But I tell you what, man, you get a thick skin and you just learn that it doesn't matter what happens. Like you're only as good as your last deal. Love it, man. That's the kind of mindset they put in. Mm. Okay. So doing the last deals, do you want to get the stage? Or are we still scrapping by? Uh, are you asking me now, now or then? Then. Oh, now. No, then, no, now then, 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 good, then, then, brother. Oh, then. Oh, jeez, man. I was like, sure. It's been a long time. Yeah, so then, I mean, it was like I was 18 years old, and I remember on my first day, I did, I did five deals, okay? And everyone, like, blew their minds, and they were like, whoa, amazing. And I just, I saw there was one guy there at the top, and I was like, I'm coming for you, my friend. I'm coming for you. And, um, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, at 18 years old, I was earning between 1,000 and 2,000 pounds per week. Right? So I was making more money than most people make at later stages in their life. Um, and then from there, I, I stayed in the UK for a year, but dude, the weather just didn't work for me. It's freezing cold. Sun goes down four o'clock in the afternoon in winter. Uh, nah, nah. So I came back to South Africa. And you know what it's like. I mean, Australia and South Africa's weather is, is pretty similar. And um, I, I started working for, for the guy who I worked for in the UK. He phoned me up one day. I was, doing, I was working for another company doing... Um, corporate clothing and gifts. I hated it. It was the worst job ever. It was disgusting. And so he phoned me up the one day. He phoned me up. I'll never forget. He phoned me up on a Tuesday. He's like, Matt, I've got the most amazing opportunity. We're selling telephone systems, making ridiculous amounts of money. You need to come and see me. I went to go see him on the Wednesday. I quit my job on the Wednesday and I started with him on the Thursday. <laughs> and man, I just never looked back. You know, I never looked back. Had I was making there as more a money or than... Had, had this one work? So that was working for, for him at the time. Okay. Okay. And I worked for him for about four years. Mm -hmm. And then I started my own business with two other partners. Um, and we had a Samsung dealership. And from that, we built up a pretty decent sized business. I mean, we had, uh, after four years, we had 60 staff members. We were doing 10 million in revenue, 10 million US in revenue. Um, and it was amazing. It was absolutely incredible. So what, 25? So that 26? was kind of like the back. 24, yeah, mm -hmm. I started that at 20, yeah, 24 I started. 24, and then after what, 28, I mean, you said four years, so 28, you've got 60 staff members working for you. Pretty yep. cool. 
Yep, it was excellent, man. It was really, really cool. And, and a lot of fun as well. And, you know, I think the thing that I loved the most about it was owning my own company, but having a successful company and, and, and owning my, my, being able to make decisions on my terms, you know, and having all the nice things in life. So I've also been through that stage of buying all the nice cars and fancy houses and all that stuff. And it's cool. Um, there's just different priorities now, man. <laughs> All right, so at this point, you're this business doing reasonably well, 60 staff members, what happened next? So at that stage, you know, the one thing was that it was very manual, okay? So you're dealing with people all the time, more and more and more people, which in, in that particular instance led to more, more and more headaches. You know, salespeople have got a particular reputation for not showing up to work, for being high maintenance, and we lived that. I mean, I had 25 of them. And then if you think that salespeople are bad, try and deal with technicians. They're even worse and they're driving company cars and crashing cars and not showing up to work and losing cell phones. And I just got to a stage where I felt like I was a slave to the business. And everything that I was doing, it was like, it was eating my soul. And the business had become all about making money and not about fulfillment. I wasn't fulfilled in the work that I was doing. And it felt like it got to a stage where it was like eating my soul. So. I decided that I wanted a change of life. Um, and you know, for me, travel is one of my top values. I love to travel. I love to connect with new people around the world and, and, and get to experience different cultures and, and different lifestyles. And I made a decision to leave the company. So I sold my shares to my two business partners and uh, made some really good money from that okay. and decided that my next step is that I want to create a lifestyle business, something that I can work from anywhere something that I can work with people all over the globe, where I can earn multiple currencies, where I could have the freedom and the time to choose to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. And I went off on this path, and that's actually where I came in, in contact with Infusionsoft. Because the person that sold it to me, you know, the way they positioned it was like, this is what I'm doing in my business, these are the systems and tools that I use. I took a look at this thing and I was like, so, there is one, one tool, one system that can do everything that I had 60 people doing, I'll take it. I didn't even have a business at the time, but I was like, I'll buy it just to play around with it and, and see what, what goes on. And um, I started doing it for myself and I, because I didn't have a business, nothing really worked and I was trying to figure stuff out and you know, the cool thing was I had time and I had money in the background. So it's, it's, it's a case of, I wasn't pressed for it. You You're know, if I didn't stretch, stretch make money that, yeah, tinkering, scratching around, seeing what was going on. So I started getting into it and then I decided, well, let me go and I see the potential, I see what I can do, but let me start working with people who actually have a business, right? And see what I can help them do. So I started helping more people and I started as a referral partner and then that turned into, well, I'm either gonna do this all or I'm not gonna do it. So I flew over to Arizona, did the certification there and never looked back, man. Just never looked back. Okay. And then, you know, we, we kind of got to a stage whereby we were solving those problems, but then people were like, well, we need more leads. Okay. And the best way that, like, I wasn't a Facebook marketer, I wasn't a, a Google AdWords expert, I didn't know any of that stuff. I started on that journey. But what I did know was how to knock doors, how to create connections really fast, how to get in the door really fast and get people buying in the shortest period of time. And when we started playing around with LinkedIn, I realized that I could virtually knock doors. 
You know, I didn't have to go out. I could sit at home and knock 30 to 50 doors every single day. I could speak directly to the business owner and not have to go through a gatekeeper. I could talk directly to the ideal client that I wanted. And if they connected with me, they would stay inside my network. So even if they said no now, I could still be in front of them all the time. And that was like a big mm -hmm. light bulb moment for me. And when we got that right, we actually put a system together called the LinkedIn Rainmaker system, which you can see in the, in the background over here, Very where cool. we decided to, to productize it and say, well, how do we help more people achieve what we're able to achieve in the shortest period of time without being a marketing expert and without being a tech genius, right? And we just took all the collections, so everything that's up in my head, and we built it into a program that people could literally follow step by step. We decided to even take all the, all the messaging templates and, and put those up there that people can use, and it just changed the game. Uh, and you know, since then, since we actually standardized it and, and we, we, we productized it and we made it as an online platform that was available, in the last six months, we've put almost 600 people through it and the results have been unreal. Okay, tell me the numbers unreal. of that. 600 people, what does that equate to in terms of revenue so far for that new business? So just at that alone, you know, we sell that at $1,000 a shot. So mm -hmm. that gives you some idea of that. Roughly. Yep. That's just from the LinkedIn. That's US um, But then, you know, that's leading. Yeah, so it's a mix, mostly US. Yeah. Mostly US. Yeah. So if we work 600K in terms of Australian, well, there's a mix between Australia and South Africa. So if you look at overall, 600,000 Australian would be probably about an average. So 6 million South African rand. Um, and then, you know, we've got all the backend products that stack up, uh, that stack up afterwards. Okay, so, so it's now not it's like, okay, backend as well. Of course we have a backend. There we go. <laughs> you know, it's, that's, that's the business model, right? You've got to have a good business model. Okay, so how does, it, how does that work? Sorry, I think I cut you off there. Yeah, no stress. So what happens is that once people come in on the LinkedIn, they start getting leads, they start getting results, they get excited about what we do. Then it's the next step. So, okay, cool. Now you're getting leads, now you're getting results. How are you managing them? How are you growing your business? How are you scaling it? How are you getting the right message to the right people at the right time? How are people booking appointments with you? What are all the manual processes in your business that you, we can look at to start automating? So now you're taking all your manual processes and how do we help you create more time, more freedom, put in sales pipelines, put in systems and structures so that you can just start pumping this machine full of leads and it can make you money while you're, while you're on the beach or traveling or spending time with your family or sleeping or whatever your goal is, you know? That got me excited. I'm excited, man. So that's where your infusion sort of background paired with the, the lead generation came together in this kind of harmony and obviously making you guys a business as a referral partners as well as the front end sales. Exactly. That is cool. So you can effectively afford to spend that much to acquire the customer and still make money in the back end. Absolutely. Even if it costs us $100 US to acquire a customer, it's worth it. I mean, just one sale alone gives us a 10x return on investment. And then the lifetime value of a customer, if they're coming in on the Automation Academy, which is our upsell, is exponential. You know, we look at an average over, over a period of 12 months, an average um, customer lifetime value is uh, $14,000. How many people in that back end so far? You know. 
in the back end so far since we've so we've got a couple of different levels mm -hmm. okay um on the main level where we've got the you know bring everyone in it's a thousand a thousand two hundred and fifty dollars a month uh us we've got 25 people 26 people currently in that at the moment uh, on our VIP packages, we limit that to 15 people. Um, it's more high-end. We will m work more one-on-one -on -one with people. You know, they're paying uh, between fifteen dollars and $20,000 as a setup, and then five dollars to $10,000 a month, depending on how much they want us to get involved. So we keep that really specific and focused. But our biggest task right now is growing the group sessions, right? And and on the on the VIP, we're almost full up. I mean, we've got four spaces left that we're busy working at filling right now. I think I've lost track of the numbers there because that tack that I added up very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the numbers are in the, um, in the Automation Academy, which is the entry level, which is the kind of group session. We've got 26 people. Then in the VIP, we've got, we kept that at 15 and we're sitting at 11 at the moment. Okay. What happens after this once you've capped the 15? You, you're capping out your high-end programs very quickly. What's your next kind of movements yep. from there? So next movements are masterminds, but our biggest thing right now is we're filling those lower-end programs and we're driving numbers through there. Okay. So the more we have those filled, the more we can scale, the more we can grow our business, and then we'll take more and more people up to the VIP level. But ultimately, you know, our biggest goal is not to work with as many people one-on-one -on -one as possible. We want to keep those that group of 15 pretty limited and that's really to keep us in the game what our big goal is now is to say well how do we scale this how do we take this to more people how do we get 5,000 people doubling their businesses over the next five years and this is where you didn't tell me some very exciting stuff about the events you're doing because that's really rare in the space to doing events apart from guys like digital exactly. marketer apart from obviously BA the guys you met in Australia Johan whatnot yep very few people are doing events and coupling that with the internet marketing digital side how did you guys get yep. to offline and what's the strategy there? So for us, it was all about scale, okay? And what we found is we, we started looking at the numbers. So we just look at the numbers in our business and we let the numbers drive everything, okay? And we take a look at if we do a live event and we really started off small, okay? So our strategy was this in the beginning. We're gonna sell LinkedIn, okay? How are we gonna do it? I don't know. Let's put a couple people in a room and see what happens. Okay, so we put a couple of people in a room and we just decided, okay, we're gonna see how many people we can get in a room. We got a small room of about 20 people on the first one. Uh, it could fit 20 people. We had, I think, five show up, all right? And we made a decision, we made a commitment that, listen, if there's one person or if there's 500 people, we're doing the presentation. If someone shows up, we're doing the presentation. So there were times where we had one person show up. You know, our marketing in the beginning wasn't great. Our message wasn't great. It was, it was pretty crappy, actually. And, you know, the, the cost of acquisition plus the room and the one sale just made, you know, we didn't lose money at least. So rule number one, never lose money. And we kind of just started building it from there. And as we refined our message, we started running more webinars and we, we started doing a bit of both. We were testing out what would happen online and what would happen offline. And what we were finding is that when people, when I get in front of people, because of my door-to-door background, actually, okay, I, I don't have this fear of getting on stage. And because I understand, I've done presentations to board members of multinational companies, I understand how different people think and how they work and what moves them to buy. So getting in front of a, a group of people was almost a, a no-brainer for me. 
And every time we found that if we could get in front of a group of people, we would have a closing rate of between 20 to 25% of cold traffic, like on average. And in some cases, it would be up to 50%. So we'd close half the room. Okay, the smaller rooms, we generally did better. And then we started, you know, qualifying people more and more and more. So from that, it was like, okay, well, how do we do this bigger? How do we do this better? And instead of my first big event that I spoke at was there were 500 business owners and I was invited there. It was actually a Facebook marketing event. And I had some automation running. I know, right? Classic. And the guy received my message inviting him to come to one of my events. And he responded back. He's like, Matt, what are your numbers looking like in terms of your events? I may have a spot for you to speak at my event. And he had 500 people there. Okay. So the interesting thing was that he gave me the last spot on the last day. People had been drinking through a fire hose for three days. I mean, they were talking stats and metrics. And these weren't marketers. These are business owners. Okay. They'd been getting offers left, right, and center. He had Google AdWords guys in there. He had Facebook guys in there. He had all sorts of people from all different industries. And I came in on the last hour, last day, and I was being hurried along because they had gone over time. And out of 500 people, we managed to close 12% of the room, so 60 people, into a live one-day event. Okay? At, uh, what was it? I think the price I did at the time was $500 a head. Okay? So that was pretty good, you know, so $300,000, you know, off a first big talking event, that was pretty good. And then we decided, well, this has worked so well, like, let's just carry on doing more of this, okay? So while we split some of that cash with him, we got on his stage, that also started building up credibility. We now had branding images, speaking on stage in front of hundreds of people. I've got some really cool pictures from that. We've got the whole talk recorded, which we can, which we then cut up and used for different, um, for different marketing. We absolutely. So now the brand looks different. Now we start running more webinars, have more people showing up to webinars, have higher converting rates. But what we really decided to do was say, okay, cool. Now we want to run more live events. Let's run smaller events. So 250 people that are there specifically for us run a preview. So hour and a half to two hour preview, and then offer them the upsell into a one day live event. And that's what we did. And we were making the offers. We were testing them out at uh, 497 Australian. We tested them out at 697. Um, and what we were finding that was that the numbers were consistent. If we put 250 people in a room, we'd get 50 people buying. See, this, again, that's another thing I've very, very rarely seen is either the preview. That's something I've seen Tony Robbins do exceptionally well. But I've hardly seen many other speakers do that apart from yourself now and uh, some people selling it as a as a back on from another event, but what gave you guys that idea? What made you decide, hey, we want to do these little events to sell a full day? I've attended a lot of them. And I was like, well, if let's get numbers in there. Let's give them something for free. Let's show them value. And if you think about internet marketing, it's exactly the same. You know, if you have a lead magnet, you're giving them something of value for free. You're then having a drip or a nurture campaign that's going to give them more stuff for free, that's going to build that relationship and then make an offer. So if you're doing something live, you've got to follow exactly the same principle, right? It's so much easier to get people to a free thing than it is to get them to pay for something. But once they're there and they're in front of me, they're investing it's that, that much time. easier to close. Why they're investing their event? time, you see. Well, we, had, we were testing a couple things out. So that was in the beginning, okay? 
So we were testing a couple things out and also we didn't have our online course fully developed yet. So that was the interesting thing is that we were arbitrage, right? We were selling stuff before we'd even had it properly built out. Um, so when we built the course out, it wasn't a case of building something that people don't want. Okay. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make is they build things that people don't want. And we see it all the time. They invest tens of thousands of dollars and then they launch it and no one buys. And they're like, but I've spent all this time and all this money doing it and no one's bought. I want to sell stuff first, prove that it works and then build it properly. You know, have a working model first. So that's what we did. And then we started moving over into selling everything online, um, selling online courses and it works. But one of the biggest things and one of the biggest reasons why we also did the, the live events was that we would run a one-day event and get this, right? This was amazing and we're going to be doing this again. And this was one of the most exciting parts of running the live events is that we would have people do all the work in the workshop, reach out to clients. So it was a, as a get it done workshop, reach out to potential ideal clients. People were getting meetings in the workshop. And we used to count the numbers, right? <laughs> so I'd have a list of how many, how many connection requests sent, how many were accepted, how many endorsements they got, how many referrals they got, how many meetings they set up. Is this during the preview? And some people would event? even, this was the live event that they bought into, okay. the one day event. So okay. there's a lot of excitement. And then, what, oh dude, the, 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 the energy is unreal, right? And then at the end of it, people are getting meetings. And I'm like, who's got a meeting? And every time someone would put up a hand, we'd be like, yeah. And, you know, everyone would uh, cheer and go nuts. And so that person feels like a winner. And we had people that between the time they signed up for the event at the preview to the time they attended the one-day course, sign up seven new clients. <laughs> you know, create $14,000 in revenue. And when I get there, and I was like, and I'm, I'd be like, so who's done the homework? And we had people get up. Who's picked up clients? People put up their hands. And what that did was people would look around the audience and say, wow, this stuff actually works. That is epic. <laughs> that is incredible. And then we get testimonials in the room. Do you have any idea of the revenues that your systems have generated roughly? Because there's obviously you want to be able to track it all. But from, even from those yeah. one-day events, do you have any idea how much of that has helped create? It is in the millions of dollars. It's, you know, it's very difficult to track because just so people have such varying, yeah, and they've got such varying um, products and services. And, and you know what it's like, people tell you when things go wrong, they don't always tell you when things go right. Okay. But, you know, if I get my clients, um, one, the one within a week of, um, of doing the course signed a $100,000 deal. Okay, um, another one uses it to build her business and her business has tripled, right? And one of the orders that she got was for a million dollars. It was a tender, okay? Um, and then another guy increased his revenue by 35% in one month and he didn't even have to add an extra staff member. So how did the tender come into play? Because I thought it was LinkedIn. Yeah, so here's the cool thing is that we teach people to go out and find clients. So she went out and found a bunch of clients. So what she does is she sells IT networking cabling. So she's a distributor looking for people to on-sell her products and services. And she would, she would go and connect with vendors, right, to get more people selling her services. 
And uh, one of the guys that she connected with on LinkedIn had uh, got offered a tender and <laughs> then came through to her because she came in at the right price at the right, right time because of, of how she'd actually set everything up. Okay, it's incredible. And the message. That is incredible, dude. Super exciting. That is amazing. So if someone wanted to start doing a little bit of this stuff themselves, what can you tell us? There's systems behind you, but someone want to take away yep. from this phone call and they want to go, hey, I want to learn a little bit more about your system. I want to start implementing it, making those little changes myself. What should they do? Okay, perfect. So the first thing that they can do is um, go to my website, thevirtualedge.com. And on there, I've got a whole bunch of free resources. They can get, the first place to start is to do what we call the LinkedIn mini makeover, okay? Here's the thing. Most people's profiles are set up as a CV. Okay, they're talking all about themselves. They're talking all about their achievements, what they can do and why people should buy them. The bottom line is that no one cares about that, right? You're not looking for a job, you're a business owner. If you are looking for a job, people still don't care about that. The only thing that people want to know is, can you help me solve my problem in my business right now? Okay. So it's the same thing. Even if you are looking for a job, the people who are looking to hire you have a big problem that they're looking for a solution. And you're that solution. So telling them that, you know, I'm a hardworking, um, inspirational X, Y, Z, whatever, no one cares about that. So the first thing you need to do is change your, your, your LinkedIn profile from an ego, what we call an egocentric profile that focuses everything on you, to a client-centric sales page. Okay. Focus everything on your client, everything on the biggest problems that they're facing, how you help solve those problems and what they can do as the next step. So you have to give them a call to action as well. Okay. The second thing and the most important thing, in actual, in actual fact, it comes before that, is to get really clear on who your ideal client is. Who are you targeting on LinkedIn? You know, most people will say business owners, right? Business owners come in all shapes and forms. And the biggest mistake that, that entrepreneurs make and business owners make is that they try, they're trying to sell to everybody. And if you try and sell to everyone, you land up selling to no one. So LinkedIn has got very specific search criteria, which is, and, and the main ones that you want to focus are on, uh, on is you know, geography. What is the geographical location? Then what industry are they in? What is their job title? Okay, how many staff members do they have in their organization if that, if that is a, a qualifying criteria? Those are the kind of things that we need to put in place. Then understand what are their biggest problems and how do you help solve those problems? If you just do that, the game changes. That's okay. Incredible. And then there are it's simple things. And then there's a couple of simple aesthetic things, you know. So have a professional profile picture up, not something with you with your cat or on the beach or something or with your kids, you know. Um, it's a professional platform, so make it professional. You know, people with professional profile pictures get 31 times more views and 21 times more messages, right? Have a banner that brands you at the top, you know, so if, and make it relevant to your ideal client. So if you've got something of you speaking on stage, that's an amazing branding tool. If it's not, and, and you've got a very specific niche audience, then talk to that. Like if you are, I'll give you an example that I, that I use that I love, okay? If you are um, a, a hairstylist, okay, and you're, you're focusing specifically on African hair and you do weaves, okay, putting a picture up of a middle-aged white woman is not going to get you any more business, right? 
make it relevant to your target audience. That's how specific you need to be. If you are selling retirement plans, don't put a picture of a young couple. They're not thinking of retirement, okay? It needs to target your ideal target audience. So the more specific you are, the better it works. And then the last one, and I'm kind of just going, you know, on this thing over here, I'm kind of just tapping each one of these at the bottom, right, which we cover in the LinkedIn makeover. The third one, and oh man, this is one of the most important things, is to create what we call a pickup line that gets people excited. And what a pickup line is, is your title. Now, most people will have CEO or director of whatever the company name is. Like, my company is called The Virtual Edge. So I could have CEO of The Virtual Edge. The question comes in is, who cares? Right? No one knows what The Virtual Edge is. No one cares what The Virtual Edge is. So instead, what I've got is, I help entrepreneurs get two to five high value leads per day from LinkedIn without paying for ads. Simple to the point. Guess what happens when people, yep, ideal client, what is the problem I solve with a metric and a timeline? And instead of people just connecting with me, the kind of connection requests, messages I get is, can you help me generate leads on LinkedIn? <laughs> Changes the game, man. Now you get people start coming to you. That's insane, man. That is incredible. Guess from here, man, what is the next step for you guys? What is the next evolution at this point? Because you're doing some incredible stuff. You, the platform is growing. How do you keep growing from here? What is your next mission in life? So our next steps are, are, are numbers. We want to put numbers through this and help as many people as possible. Our goal is to target 5,000 people over the next... Um, next five years and help them double their businesses. So we are doing that through multiple channels, through podcasts like this, through joint ventures, right? We've got a lot of joint ventures and affiliates that we work with and through speaking gigs. So to give an example, we're putting, a lot of, we're putting on a lot of our own events. Like we've got one coming up this weekend for a thousand people. Um, so we've got a thousand people coming in in the room and another 500 online. Um, we may have overshot it a little bit we've got almost six thousand people registered <laughs> but we we also know is that you know in terms of show up rates to free events you're going to get between 20 and 30 percent people showing up for a free oh, event most people don't talk about it. and because you guys got the infusion of background i'm sure okay. you've got something going on in the back end to improve your show up rates can you tell us a little bit Absolutely. About, about that yeah so i'll tell you what my funnel looks like so that you can get an understanding um, so we have a ads that go out to a landing page. Um, on the landing page, people then register. They can either go for a general seating or a VIP, which gives them some extra stuff, or they can go online if they're not in South Africa. Then um, they register, and I deliver them something that they can go and do right now. And the purpose of me doing that is that I want to give them some value. I want to build that no like, and trust factor. And I want people to get results before they even get to the event. So just imagine this, right? Imagine you've got a thousand people there. And this is my thought process and what we've done before. Imagine you've got a thousand people there. And you say to the guys, who of you have done the homework? Raise their hands. And you're probably going to get 20 to 30% of people that have done the homework. Out of those that have done the homework, and it's generally the VIPs as well anyways, the guys that pay to be there. And... Um, out of those, who of you have gotten results and what are your results? 
So imagine if you get 10 or 15 people standing up and saying, I did this small exercise and I picked up one client, two clients, five clients, 10 clients. Mm -hmm. This is the result. What do you think that's going to do for the closing rate when we make our offer? Right? Live testimonials from people that we've never met before. Okay, not just people that we put on our slides and the videos that we show, but people in the actual audience, right there and then. So before they even get to the event, similar going on at the same time online with the chats. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's running simultaneously. So we've got the chats happening one side with the people who are attending by webcast, and we've got it live happening in the room. So before they even get to the room, we've put in place an indoctrination sequence where we give them value, we follow up with them, we upsell them to VIP, we just like, it's just value, 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 with the sole purpose of saying, dudes, if this is what the free stuff is like, you haven't even paid anything yet, imagine what you're gonna get on the day. Just imagine that. That's brilliant. And that's gonna drive numbers to get more people in the room. <laughs> that's brilliant. It's exciting, man. Dude, I've only seen one other business do this, business I was working with and we were doing a meal a month in that, using that kind of system. I can only imagine what's going on with your, your kind of scale that you guys are putting behind this. Well, that's where, we, that's where we're leading up towards. I mean, this is our first like really big event that we're, that we're running ourselves. Um, and we've looked at the numbers for that event and it's, yeah, it's, it's sexy. It's cool. Let's it's put good, it man. that way. It's, it's really sexy. But not only that, you know, and here's the thing is that it's not just the numbers in the room. What we've got is 1,000 people in the room and 1,500 online, but we've got 6,000 people registered. So the people that don't attend, we're still then gonna run webinars afterwards. You know, it's not just about the sales and what happens in the room, it's about now we've got 6,000 plus people that we're gonna be able to talk to on an ongoing basis. That's going to, it's gonna, it's gonna double, triple, quadruple the sales that we make in the room on the day over a period of 12 months. And that's the exciting part is that it's not just a now thing, it is an ongoing business model. Okay. Do you, so you invest you once and you enough? can talk to them again and again. Have you been around long enough to know what the value of a email subscribers in your business yet? So on this particular one, it depends. Like, it really depends. So for us, um, per email subscriber, if I take a look at what our database is and what we're generating in terms of monthly recurring revenue from that, uh, I'll give you the figures right now. So we're looking at per email subscriber, we're looking at eight, hold on a second, that's not right. In terms of dollars, yeah, we're looking at $10 an email subscriber. What's the time to... And to put that into perspective, uh, yeah, so to, to put that into perspective, um, the industry standard says that if you should be making at least a dollar per person on your email list. All right, so we're doing 10 times that. That's pretty good. It's incredible, actually. Yeah. What's the time? And considering that most of them... From... Uh, on the on the event on the front end so from when you've paid for that buyer subscriber to when you've actually broken even on that um, email well the cool thing for us is that the first sale bring is profit we're profitable from sale one cool. 
So most people, if I take a look at a typical at a typical uh, webinar funnel that we run, and if we run a live webinar, we're putting lots of people in the room. We know that out of all the registrations, so if we get a uh, thousand registrations, we're going to have on average 30% showing up. So we'll get about you know 250 to 300 people showing up, and from that we'll get on about a, between a 15 and a 20% conversion rate. So that pays for advertising costs and there's profit right from the beginning. Then we've got all the other people on the email subscriber list that we then follow up with. We run follow-up webinars, offers, downsells, all that fun stuff. So we're profitable from the first time we make the offer, which is really exciting. That's really cool. So on the front end, are you guys purely doing events, like event-style webinars, or are you doing event-style plus like just-in-time type webinars as well? Uh, so yes, so we've got Evergreen running as well, which means that it's like, you know, starting in the next 10 minutes um, and they're all automated. We've set up the systems and those are running in the background. Um, we've got others whereby we run live webinars um, and we've got live events that we, ru- that we run as well. And also we do joint venture webinars. We've got other people who bring us in and, you know, uh, edify us and then let us sell to their audience um, if it's a good fit. So there's lots that we do, man. Got a fair bit happening. What have you found to be performing the best? Is it live events or the just-in-time kind of stuff? Or is it still waiting? So the thing that's performing, yeah, it's it's interesting. We, we do more online stuff than offline stuff. So, um, And the reason for that is scale. So we always find that conversions are better in live events. Every single time, conversions are, are better. People show up more. Um, your cost per lead is, is less. Well, we, we typically find cost per lead is less as well. Um, and it's tangible. You know, People are like, okay, I'm coming to spend some time. I'm going to network. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. So the conversions are always higher. But it's, it's not scalable unless you want to spend every single day of your life uh, traveling the world and, and running events. And I want to enjoy my life you know, and spend some time on the beaches and go do some fun stuff and not just be running events all the time. So for us, the, the, the offline live events convert better, but the online events are scalable. And I can have those systems set up and they just run and they just make money without us even being there. And that excites me more. Okay. So really the online stuff gives you scalability and allows you a bit more freedom in your own lifestyle? Whereas, I guess, Absolutely. the live events give you a larger payday and allow to help more people at one time. Yep. Cool. Yep. That is awesome. And and the cool thing, yeah, the cool thing is with live events is that you can travel around the world. So very often I see, you know, business owners and entrepreneurs, they get they get bored very quickly. You know, always on to the next idea, right? And And we started doing that as well. And it's like the detriment to the business. Like if you find something that works, just do more of that. And if you're finding that it's not working as well, go into a different area, go into a different territory, go into a different country. That's what we did. And I tell you what, man, the opportunities and the people that want to partner and the things that start happening as a result of doing that is unreal. And you just grow and learn so much because every territory is different. Every country has different languages, different, not, 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 not like English and, and different languages. I'm talking about they have different things that make them move and different things that make them buy which you can only really know once you've actually spoken to someone, you really understand someone who's been in that other market as well. Exactly. It's cool, man. Really, so it's really like every, cool. every time we, yeah, it's exciting, dude. And every time we go and launch in a new country, we go and get a couple of case studies first. So we go find a couple of people that we can do a test run with and find out what makes them tick because it's essentially it's, we give it to them at half price 
and then it's free marketing for us, you know, free market research. They pay us to learn how to market to the rest of the country. <laughs> it's lovely. I dig it. If people want to learn more, I think you said the website again. What was that? www.thevirtualedge.com. There you go, guys. And there's, yep, I've put in $1,035 of free resources that you can go and download. Go through that and you'll get instant results just going through that. And like, I want to know about them. Like, I love hearing those stories. All right, guys, go check out thevirtualagent.com. Let Matt know about the results you're getting because obviously he's going around the world talking to people. He has an amazing presence himself. And, man, I just want to see you guys succeed because what you're doing to help people and businesses is amazing. I really, really do appreciate that. And I'm sure all these business owners do the same as well. Thanks very much, man. Appreciate it. All right, guys. I'm excited to see people's growth. And that's the thing we care about the most. All right, guys. Till next time, we'll see you on the next episode.